Great to be with you and uh, we're right in this transition period of going from uh, lockdown into hopefully a lot more freedom and uh, throughout this period of time uh, people are just the constant refrain has been we don't want to go back to what it was like before but we're not really sure what it's going to be like in the future and what we want it to be like in the future and this series Emerge is all about um, as we are looking to emerge from it can we emerge more able to respond well to all the change that we are going to face because we will be changing uh, facing a lot of change um, in this period of transition and the intriguing thing for me in this imagery that uh, Gary is using of emerging from a cocoon um, is the fact that as a butterfly emerges from a cocoon it comes to look different and it actually functions different as well and it asks the question as to as we emerge to be more visible um, will we end up looking more beautiful and will we now be able to fly instead of crawl that's what's happened to the butterfly a caterpillar to a butterfly looks so much better and it's able to fly rather than to crawl wouldn't it be look uh, be great if in the future as we look back from this time of emerging in this period of transition that we look back and we say as a church haven't we changed and transformed to be more like the church that is described in the bible more like uh, functioning more like um, who inherent within the name hope community church we have the potential to be inherent within the vision and the values of the church we have so much potential to be and that's my hope um, and it asks the question as to so who might we emerge to be what might we look like as we emerge who might we actually look like as well but before we can uh, actually emerge and start to build back differently build back better help society to build back fairer uh, one of the key things is we actually have to spend the time to recover. Simon Barrington, um, who is a specialist in crisis uh, management and disaster relief um, from Samaritan's Purse, talked about this recently on a webinar um, about how can we recover well, that before we look to build, we have to recover. And how we recover is actually going to be different for each person because we're, it's not a linear process. We will recover at different times, different stages, um, and we might have to go back through the loop again uh, looking at all of this. And he's not the only one. The King's Fund, a health um, policy um, maker, is also speaking about this at the moment as well. So how can we actually find peace in all this turmoil? That we've been through how can we bring order to what has been a chaotic time and may look like uh, quite chaotic um, how can we heal and become whole through all this process and that's what i um, really like about reflecting on the bible story bible story is all about creation bringing from creation bringing order into what was chaotic at the time and in God revealing who he is through uh, his name and through his deeds um, 
one of the things that we learn about God is that he's Yahweh Shalom. This was uh, when Gideon built a temple to the Lord, he named it, the Lord is peace, the Lord is Shalom. Now, I don't know what it's like for you, but the word peace itself, um, when I've been thinking about peace, it mainly makes me think about the absence of war and conflict or the absence of busyness and noise. But this Hebrew word shalom for peace uh, helps us to understand that it means a whole lot more. Yes, there is an absence of conflict, for instance, but also something better becomes present in its place. So the word shalom, this meaning of peace, is about taking what's broken or missing in life or in society and restoring it to wholeness, restoring it to all that it's meant to be. Actually, the whole biblical vision of um, humanity is about flourishing in the enjoyment of relationships with self, with others, creation, and with God. That's the biblical narrative that we read about in the Bible. Bringing it maybe in a simpler way, which we might talk about this word peace or shalom, it's well-being and health in every area of life. And as we look to emerge, I really believe that God wants to help us to understand how we can emerge to become more well and more healthy in every area of life. So how can we actually do this as well? Um, how do we receive this? One verse that uh, I find really helpful to think about is actually the verse, one of the verses that comes to us every Christmas um, from Isaiah 9. For to us a child is born, to us a son is given, and the government shall be upon his shoulder, and his name shall be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, and Prince of Peace. Or as we can now understand it better, Prince of Shalom or Prince of Health and Well-Being, Prince of Well-Being. Isaiah was talking about Jesus coming. And as we think about that and how Jesus grew up and then what did he look to do? He looked to then call people to himself to become his disciples. I've been watching this series called The Chosen, and I would highly recommend it to you. You can get it by downloading an app um, from the App Store and then just looking for Chosen. Um, and what I love about this is how it brings to life the humanity of Jesus and also the humanity of the disciples and how they are impacted by Jesus, how their lives get changed, how they start to understand what it looks like to not only to see healings and miraculous healings take place, but also to see wholeness coming to lives. And Jesus is the one that says to us, come, follow me and be my disciples. When we 
really look at what does that mean. He's actually saying, come be my apprentice. Come to the prince of well-being and be apprenticed by the one who understands well-being in all its fullness and who brings to us well-being. In another, uh, and, and when we look at how that actually works, it's quite simple in terms of Jesus calls us to be with him to become like him, to be able to then do the things that Jesus does. I love that idea of that's what apprenticeship looks like. That's what discipleship could look like for us in us following Jesus. And he says this in Matthew eleven twenty-eight to 32, Come to me, walk with me, work with me, watch how I do it, how I do life, learn the unforced rhythms of grace. Keep company with me and you will learn how to live freely and lightly. This whole message is about how do we actually come to learn how to become whole again? How can we understand the principles and the practices um, that Jesus wants to teach us uh, of the way of life to actually become whole and to be agents also of well-being and that's what this series that we've been looking at on Wednesday evening has been about the well-being journey if you um, haven't actually started being um, doing it it's it's something that as long as you message in to Gary you can get hold of the videos and you can get hold of some of the material the book itself um, God's plan for your well-being is something you can buy from any store and it's a 50-day devotion which helps guide us. And what I love about this is it's Dave Smith who leads the church in Peterborough, Kingsgate Church, being very real about how, how much he needed to relook at the principles and the practices of Christ to be able to come well again. How the constant striving of his life to achieve more had led him to a place of uh, not being well. And one of the things that we have been learning on this journey has been the idea that actually to become well, we have to understand ourselves better in the different aspects of what it, uh, what it means to be well in different parts of our life. So there's a physical part of our life which can have an impact on our emotional side of our life. This all can have an impact on our spiritual life and vice versa. All of this can impact our relationships. How we're doing financially, how our work and our vocation in life is um, for us. All of these can have an interrelated impact on us. And I, I would just really encourage you to have a look at it. And that's been part of my journey. One of the uh, great learnings for me in the past um, year is that it actually gave me some time to look at my own health and my own well-being and in the physical side of things um, anybody who knew me from my much younger days when I got married would remember that I was uh, a lot lighter a lot slimmer than I ended up becoming um, I actually ended up putting on over five and a half stone and even though I managed to lose some weight it was always a yo-yo. Um, I never really managed to find a way of being able to get to a weight in which I was happy in. But I came across this course uh, run by a Christian lady 
uh, Nikki Dix, who her life was actually um, recognizing the challenge that people will have in um, eating healthy, living in a healthy way, and uh, used to work for Public Health England and took the principles, the evidence-based approach from um, the NHS and also married it with what she was seeing in the Bible to create a course which I attended online um, called Intentional Health um, with this great tagline, do you want to live a healthier, happier, more hope-filled life? And she bases all of this um, on this principle that Jesus came to give us life in all its fullness. What might that look like? And it's a 10-week course that um, helps us to be able to go on a journey together with other people. And I highly recommend that when it comes to becoming whole, becoming well, we do it together. But also looking at what um, the different principles are. And for me, through all of this, um, the thing that I found fascinating about it um, was actually from starting off wanting to lose weight over a period of time, my goals changed and I wanted to actually start learning how to develop habits that I needed to enjoy a healthy life. And one of the phrases that she uses, which I just encourage you with, want to encourage you with, is actually being healthy can actually be fairly easy. It might not seem like it for us, but actually being healthy can be fairly easy. It's just that in society, with all the challenges, all the temptations, all the distractions, being unhealthy is actually easier. So if we can intentionally understand how we can overcome those temptations, how we can actually follow principles and practices, we can actually live a life that's healthier. The other thing that I went through um, was actually looking at my emotional health and my mental health because um, I was finding it challenging at the time. And I came across this course in London run, run by some Christians, a, a church called Christchurch, that had taken the 12 principles or the 12 steps that underpin um, those that are searching to become free from addictions, um, substance abuse, so Alcoholics Anonymous, etc. And I didn't realize that actually those 12 steps are based on biblical principles. And what they have done is they have created a course which they run um, now online. It used to be run face-to-face. -face. It probably will end up being face-to-face -face as well, which was saying, how can we take these principles of being free from substance addictions to actually being free from the addictions of our thought patterns and for our unhelpful patterns? And so I went through this and um, it's to a degree a bit strange opening up to people, um, thinking about these things uh, in groups that you're not aware of. Um, but for me, I found that um, over the past few years, I started becoming fearful of rejection. It rooted back from life in the past and from childhood. Um, it re-emerged itself in terms of some challenges at work. It can face it, we can face that in church, in um, community life. It, it can face us anywhere. But through this process of just intentionally looking at what um, the biblical principles of becoming free 
um, and following these 12 steps, I actually found that this fear of rejection just started to lose its grip on my life um, and enabled me to more freely talk about it as well and to build more easily the relationships that I long for. And I'll just uh, say that you don't have to necessarily go through these courses that I've been through. There's plenty of courses, but I would really encourage you to look at um, what is it that I would like to be free from as we go through the well-being journey. And it then starts to give us the opportunity of homing down on, is it actually my emotional life? Is it my spiritual life? Is it my relational life? Is it... Um, financial, whatever it is that comes out of running this course, there are then the opportunity to step in a bit further to this. Because as we learn this, we then are able to help others. Blessed are the peacemakers, for they will be called children of God. I love this phrase when I think about it in terms of blessed are those who are shalom makers, those who are making well-being and health possible for others because they are the ones who look like their father. They are the ones who look like the apprentices of Jesus. They are the ones who look like the apprentices of the Prince of Peace. Because as we emerge out of lockdown and as we spend this time seeking to recover and to become whole and to learn these principles and learn these practices, one of the things that we're going to, um, the possibility is there in Jeremiah 29 that Olwyn was also talking about is this. We're encouraged to seek the shalom, the peace, the well-being and the prosperity of the city. To pray to the Lord for it. Because if Basingstoke and Basingstoke Borough prospers so will we prosper and just as we come to to close this one of the things that um, Pete Gregg talks about um, is to imagine what it might look like for Jesus the Prince of Peace to be able to be standing before you saying this Peace I leave with you, my peace I give you. Shalom I leave with you, my shalom I give right now to you. I give you my well-being. I don't give it to you as the world gives. Don't let your hearts be troubled and do not be afraid. And I just want to encourage us as We've just taken that step to think about what might it look like to actually be present with Jesus and him saying that to us. Is how might just reflecting on this word shalom, being peace, being well-being, change how we also read scripture? Because in the New Testament, uh, peace is talked about a lot. And Peter um, starts a number of his epistles saying, may peace abound to you. May you have it in abundance. May well-being abound to you. And may you become fully whole, fully well. May you have that in abundance. And may you 
be able to give it to others. Thank you.